The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, July 25th edition. Got an eight-game early slate, four-game main slate on tap. Kind of a weird slate here for us today, but uh, hope everybody had a good Tuesday. It got going late, but it got going for the SD crew over there in the Slack chat. So, good stuff there. Let's do it again today. Um, looking at your totals on today's action. You got Yankees, Rays at eight, Padres, Mets at eight. Dodgers, Phillies, 8.5. Cards, Reds, 9.5. Pirates, Indians, 8.5. Nationals, Brewers, 9. Tigers, Royals, 8.5. D-backs, Cubs waiting on the weather on that one. Minnesota and Toronto is not on the slate. Neither is the Giants and the Mariners. Those are two games we're not getting. The night slate, we got Red Sox, Orioles at 9. A's, Rangers, 12. Astros, Rockies, 10. White Sox, Angels, 8.5. We look at the weather real quick. On uh, your day slate of action, um, San Diego, New York, blowing out to right field about 16 miles an hour, 25 to 30% chance of rain there. Uh, Dodgers, Phillies, going to be blowing out to left field about 10, 12 miles an hour, 40% chances of rain there. So we dodge those bullets. When you look at the night slate, Boston and Baltimore, it's raining hard early, but it dies off, so maybe a late start there. Houston and Colorado, same thing. It's raining pretty good throughout the day and then dies off later on. So see how it plays out, but when you have two of your four games at night with rain chances, it makes it even more interesting. Maybe a night to take off. But let's get at it. Your eight-game early slate. Start with the pitching as usual. And your top-priced arm, your only guy over 10000 He's over 13000 He's 13400 He's Trevor Bauer of the Cleveland Indians going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Trevor Bauer's been electric. He's ace material. He had a rough start at Texas his last time out. I'll let that one slide. At Texas, in those conditions, coming off after the All-Star break, it happens. Prior to that, though, he's a 20-plus point machine with 30-plus point upside on the regular. Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a ton at 19% K rate, and they've blown up Kluber, and they blew up Biebs yesterday. Their bats are red hot. They've won 11 straight. So a GPP play would be to play the Pirates and hope they just keep it going against Bauer and his 31% K rate and his 13% swinging strike rate. Because he does give up over 35% hard contact, which is not good. But lefties hit 268, righties 280. If you're paying up, you're paying up to Trevor Bauer. Plain, simple, that's the way you look. 
After that, you look at Jack Flaherty, $9,000 at the Cincinnati Reds. You know, the Reds get shut down by Gomber and Ponce de Leon, so it's only a matter of time before they blow up Jack Flaherty, the best pitcher in the three-game series they face. But Flaherty faced since he once this year, five innings, two hits, no earned, five Ks for 18.3 DraftKings points. Um, his last time out, 26-5 at Chicago, 18-3 in that Cincinnati game. He struggled against the Giants, and then 15-9, 6.2, 37.4. The upside is tremendous with Flaherty. Every now and then, he still has that kind of rookie where did his stuff go games, and that could happen today. But on the slate like this, he's definitely one of the top options, especially if you're not going to pay the uh, Trevor Bauer. Uh, Cincinnati striking out 21% of the time. Uh, Flaherty's got 29% K rate, 12.6% swinging strike rate, 45% ground ball rate, all outstanding peripheral stuff to look at there. Uh, when you look at Cincinnati, they have a 4-6 total. Lefty's 291, righty's 283, and they have a 143 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So Jack Flaherty stands out as a very, very good option up top in this matchup. You could look at Walker Bueller if you want an 84. I don't hate it. It's a GPP only because he's been a little suspect of late. Um, 13-1, a minus 11.4. Then he had that 20.8, but then a 0.7. That was at Colorado State. That with a grain of salt. Prior to that, he was outstanding. So maybe it's just a couple game hiccups. You go back to Philadelphia. Team that strikes out a ton. Uh, Maeda was throwing great until they let him go out in the seventh. They gave up a three-run homer. Otherwise, he had six innings of one one earned in like seven or eight Ks. He looked outstanding. You know, it happens. When you let him go a little too far, that happens. But you got a Philadelphia team with a 26% K rate. Uh, Bueller's got a 50% ground ball rate. Does give up some hard contact. 25% K rate of his own. Uh, the weather is very hitter-friendly in Philly today. It's going to be, you know, 80, 80 degrees-ish. Lots of humidity. Wind blowing out a bit to the left. So there, there is that going on. But lefty's 307, righty's 269 versus Bueller. So Bueller at 8400 bucks is in play for you if you want to save some cash and take a GPP angle. I'm not 100% on board with him in cash games, but uh, in your GPPs, I definitely don't mind me some Walker Bueller. Danny Duffy, DraftKings, bravo. If I if I played sound effects on podcasts and cared that much, got more about content, content than, than showy stuff, I'd do the round of applause uh, sounds there because they finally got it right $7,700 for Danny Duffy they did it folks they did it he's been very very good of late averaging uh, 18.2 a game in his last 10 we've been riding this this cheap wave his last three 21 31 6 26 7 he was 6158 58 we've been enjoying the hell out of this run he's up to 7700 bucks and he faces the Detroit team and strikes out about 21% of the time first left-handed pitching you know, Duffy still gives up a lot of fly balls, still gives up a lot of hard contact, but a lot of that, I think, is early season stats because he has been so much better. The swinging strikes, the velocities up, everything you want to point to has been great. The Tigers have a 4-1-4 total, and they have a 148 ice overs, right, uh, left-handed pitching, something to definitely target there. So there are some scares there, Castellanos and some other guys. If you don't want to go Duffy, I get it, but at 7700 bucks on a slate like this, Duffy is definitely in play for you today. If you want to go GPP crazy, Robbie Ray's at 7,300. He had a rocky start his last time out uh, in Colorado. Got you or against Colorado. Got you zero DraftKings points. Five and a third, five earned, two case, zero points. Uh, he got 18.6 prior to that, 11 prior to that. He's very, very up and down right now since returning from uh, the DL and everything. It's a GPP type play in this matchup. Uh, when you look at Robbie Ray. The Cubs strike out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Ray's got a 31% K rate, 13.5% swinging strike, but lots of fly balls, lots of hard contact right now. So 
definitely not the most ideal of situations. Um, and you got a Cubs team with a 333 Woba, which is very, very good versus lefties, but then an average at best 153 ISO. So nothing too outstanding there. So if you want to go GPP, you can go Robbie Ray, but it does have a lot of risk with it, so be careful. After that, we've got Matt Boyd, $7,000 at the Kansas City Royals. Boyd uh, has been very, very up and down this year. He's faced the Royals twice, averaging 12.3 points a game against the Royals. Not bad for 7K on this slate. You know, 18-3, 15-9, minus 1.2, 17-9. Uh, so basically 16 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four starts. So he's got the goods. It's just, is it going to show up? Always an important question to ask when you're picking a pitcher in DraftKings. Uh, when you really look at the peripherals, the Royals do strike out 23% of the time. First left-handed pitching, something you got to look at there. Just like Duffy, though, lots of fly balls, lots of hard contact when it comes to Matt Boyd. Uh, lefty's 256, righty's 309 versus Boyd. They have a 4-3 total. But the Royals are 294 Woba and a 128 ISO, both dreadful. Uh, Lirion, we, we targeted against them on Monday. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Walks got his issue again. So Boyd comes into play at 7,000 as a guy you can look at in the lower price range. As you go down a little farther, you got Clayton Richard, 6,200 against the Mets. We know the Mets do struggle against left-handed pitching. So he's a guy you can look at. And then Corey Oswalt in that same matchup, a nice right-handed arm for the Mets against the San Diego Padres. Corey Oswalt's no Jacob DeGrom. He's no Zach Wheeler, but he's $5,500. So when you look at guys like Clayton Richards, the Mets check out 26% of the time versus lefties. Definitely something to look at there. Uh, the Mets team total, 4.14. Lefty's 307, righty's 355 versus Richard, but a 281 well, but 116 ISO. Both extremely, extremely bad. On the flip side, the Mets versus uh, Corey Oswald, they strike out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Oswald's got a 49, almost 49% strike or ground ball rate with a 17% strikeout rate. So good things to look at there. And when you look at the Padres team total, 3.9, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 305, righty's 328, and then a 287 Woba, 121 ISO. So both these guys are in play for you down below. I prefer Oswalt over Richards down below if you're going to get picky, but that's where I'm looking there. If we're looking at, say, 8K and above, you know, Bowers by himself up top, and they got Flaherty and Bueller. Definitely could look at those. And then uh, in the middle, I got Boyd 1, Duffy 2. Uh, you can look at, uh, whatchamacallit, you can look at uh, Rafe. Ray is 3. And then one guy that mentioned if you want to get really GPP crazy is Nate Eovaldi. When he's on, he's dominating all teams he's facing. He's facing the New York Yankees today. So be careful there, but it's a getaway day. No Gary Sanchez. Lots of strikeouts in that lineup. When you look at Eovaldi, the, the, uh, the Yankees strike out 23% of the time. First right-handed pitching. He's got a 24% K rate, 46% ground ball rate. So he is in play. He could get lit up at the same time. Lefty's 355, righty's 281 against Eovaldi. So GPP-wise, he's there at 65, but I don't think I'm going to roll those dice, but he'll be super low-owned if you want to look that way. So again, you got Bauer by himself, then Flaherty and Bueller in the upper range. In the middle, you got Boyd, Duffy, and Ray. Down below, Oswalt, Richards, and Eovaldi. Let's look at the bats on this eight-game early slate for you at the catcher's position. You got Grandal against Arietta if you want to go that direction. Arietta has limited the hard contact, but he's very, very hittable. Not swing, getting the swinging strikes. Everything you want to target in a guy. Um, Dodgers team total is 4.42. Lefty's 346. Righty's 303. Great hitting environment. Dodgers could be a nice, nice play today. Um, 
look down a little more like a Wilson Contreras at 4K versus Robbie Ray. Salvi Perez went deep again yesterday. He's 35 against Boyd. Be careful of getaway days, but he's an interesting play. John Hicks at 33 versus Duffy as well. Could be another catcher to target. Then you got your usual suspects like, you know, Tucker Barnhart. We like, I love me some James McCann at 32 if he's catching. If you're not using Duffy, I think that's a great play there at 3,200. When you get to below 3K, it's uh, a little crazier, but like Elias Diaz is 26 versus Bauer. Even as a punt, I know it's Bauer. He's much better than that, so you can punt away. But check your lineups because you're going to get some nice cheapies. Like maybe Drew Butera at 2,400 versus uh, Matt Boyd. Stuff like that are going to pop up on these getaway days uh, on the early slate. First base, you got Matty Carpenter at 54 is a great spot. You want lefties versus Sal Romano. Carpenter had a quiet day for the first time forever yesterday, so you're jumping back on that bandwagon. You got Max Muncie at 5K as well, both really, really solid. Goldschmidt versus Lester is very interesting at 4,600. Uh, lefties, 373. Righties, 353 off Lester. Lester's coming off a beatdown his last time out, so Goldie at 46. Definitely an interesting play for you there. CJ Crone versus uh, Luis Sessa at 44. Not bad. I prefer Jake Bowers at 43 versus Luis Sessa. So give that a look there as Bowers just continues to crush baseballs. Uh, Joey Votto versus Flaherty at 43 is not bad. Matt Adams in a GPP for home runs at 4300 versus Willie Peralta. I do like quite a bit. Jose Ramirez is our birthday boy today. He's 4K versus Sal Romano. Give that a look. The Cardinals have a 4.9 total. Lefties 391. Righties 328. Um, so a little Jose Ramirez or Jose Martinez action at 4K for the birthday boy. Uh, belly bombs. Cody Bellinger is only 4K in a good spot there versus Arietta. Greg Bird at 39 or GPPs as well. So first base as usual, locked and loaded. Um, Wilmer Flores is facing a lefty and Richards at 37. We know what to do there. That's a uh, a play you could definitely take advantage of. Sliding on down, mentioned John Hicks earlier at 33 as a. Punt play, preferably a catcher, though, not at first base. Other than that, that should pretty much do it at the first base position. Let's head over to second base, where you're going to have your usual guys up top. Scooter Jeanette's 49, but I'm not really looking to target Flaherty. But like I said, it would only be fitting if Cincinnati goes off today after struggling against two rookies. Uh, Daniel Murphy quietly getting it going. I guess we could say that. He's averaging 6.7 in his last 10. Uh, he went deep two games ago. I still don't trust him yet, but he's 4,200. I do like me some Whit Merrifield at 41. I told you yesterday I like him. He just consistently gets it done. Um, he's really good in cash, like seven points yesterday. He'll get you the double-digit games, but he just he doesn't give you a lot of zeros, basically. And you know, I had a good lineup last night but with two zeros, so figure it as you wish. As Drupal Cabrera switch hitting at 4K is in play versus Richards, but uh, Jason Kipnis only 39. I don't mind. Cesar Hernandez at only 39 versus Walker Bueller. Don't hate that either. I'm not looking to really target Bueller, but I don't mind it in value on an eight-game slate. You can definitely do worse things because you're going to have to get a little weird. Otherwise, it's going to be chalk and chalk. It's not like it's a 14-game slate. you got to differentiate a bit on these eight-gamers to be different. And then if Greg Garcia started for St. Louis, he's a 2,900 versus Sal Romano. Over to third base, you got Jose Ramirez at 57. Obviously a great play versus Tyon. Matt Carpenter at 54. Max Muncie at 5,000. Both really, really good plays there. Anthony Radon against Peralta at 45. I don't hate because Peralta's either going to light the world on fire or he's going to get lit on fire. And that's just how it goes. So you pick your poison. A guy like Travis Shaw at only 43 versus Tanner Rourke, I like a lot. I think that's a good play there. The Brewers have a 4.7 total. Lefties 338. Righties 368 
versus Tanner Roark. So I think that's a really good play there for Travis Shaw. Going down farther, you know, Moustakis and a lefty-lefty still doesn't suck completely. Candelario at 37 versus Duffy. Yeah, Jose Batista versus Richards and Wilmer Flores versus Richards, both 3,700. Guys, you can keep, take a look at there. Uh, as you go farther down at the position, I got Colin Moran's 32. And that's probably about as far as we want to go on that one. Let's go over to the shortstop position. We got Frankie Lindor at 5,500. Yep, we know the story every day there. Machado at 49, not bad versus Arietta. Don't hate that at all. But guys like Didi Gregorius for a GPP at 46, I can see uh, Paul Leong at 43 in a GPP isn't horrible. But you probably want to try to save money here if you can. Not a lot of options. Like you're not paying four grand for Nick Ahmed. I don't care if Nick Ahmed goes off tonight. You're not paying four grand for Nick Ahmed. Just not happening. Um, maybe an Ad- uh, Alberto Mondesi at 35 is a cheaper one you can look at. Maybe a Tyler Saladino versus Tanner Work at 31, if he, especially if he's hitting a better spot in the order, playing shortstop. You could take a look there at Freddie Galvis at 3K maybe. But uh, really, check the lineups. Maybe someone will really pop up here at this position to save you some cash and help you out so you can load up on some other positions. Like the outfield, we have Christian Yellick leading the way at 5,300. Went deep yesterday in a great spot again today. You got the Bash Brothers in New York. You got Starling Marte, another big game last night at 4,900. You got Pollock versus a lefty at 48. We like that a bit. Michael Brantley in a good spot there versus Tyon. Uh, Juan Soto at 46 versus Peralta. I would not be shocked if Soto goes deep today. Power versus power in that matchup. Adam Eaton went deep yesterday. He's 45 as well. Looking at Will Myers at 45, if you're not using Oswald as a value, could be interesting. Jock Jams at 45 and your GPPs definitely in play for you too. Farther down you look, uh, mentioned Jake Bowers. He's first base and now outfield eligible for Tampa Bay, which is really, really nice. He's 4300 bucks. Can get to either position, which is really nice. So if you want to go Cron and Bowers, you can. Not saying you have to, but you can. Uh, farther down you look, you got guys like Gregory Polanco in a GPP at 42. You got Whit Merrifield we talked about. If you're not using Danny Duffy, I love Nick Castellanos at 41. If you're not using Duffy, I think Castellanos is almost a must-play. 14 more points last night. He's in a little bit of a slump there for a while. It could be an absolute fire. Uh, I like him in this matchup for Duffy if you aren't using him. Odebel Herrera and then Reese Hoskins, 41 each against Bueller in your GPP paradise. As you slide down, you got Belly Bombs at 4K. Talked about him already. Uh, Albert Almora Jr. versus Robbie Ray at 39 for some value at the outfield position versus the lefty. Kevin Kiermaier at 38 is a good look there. Steven Souza Jr., I like him quite a bit at 37. He's really getting it going. He was on the DL forever. Took a while to get back, but three straight double-digit games, 19, 11, 15. Uh, and he had a couple okay games, and then an 8, a 13, and a 9. Yeah, he's really starting to get going here. So keep an eye on Souza. We used to like him a lot versus lefties. Good spot here at 3,700 versus Johnny Lester. I think that's a spot to target if you can. When you slide down a little farther, you got the likes of uh, Dexter Fowler, who had a big two-run homer yesterday. He's 35 versus Romano. Zuna's 35 as well. Both interesting, cheaper options for you. Uh, Hunter Renfro in a GPP at 35. We talked about him pretty much every day as play for the long ball there. You know, Jorge Bonifacio, he's been hitting clean up the last few days for Kansas City. He's 33 versus Matt Boyd, so he's a cheapie in a good spot in the order you can look at in that matchup. Other than that, uh, check your lineups and see what else pops up for you. Let's recap your pitching on this slate real quick. You got Bauer up top by himself, and you got Flaherty and Bueller. In the middle, you got Boyd, Duffy, and Ray. Down below, you got Oswalt, Richards, 
and Eovaldi if you really, really want to get weird. So depends on which GPP ways you could you could take some really crazy GPP pitchers, go with some crazy GPP bats. Like you got the Pirates in their matchup against Trevor Bauer to get really weird. Maybe they stay hot. Um, you can target the likes of Tampa Bay against Sessa, Yankees versus Eovaldi. Those are just kind of crapshoots there. The, the Dodgers versus Arietta could be really interesting. The Cardinals versus Romano as well uh, could both be really, really interesting. Maybe the Indians finally wake up versus the Pirates. I do like a little bit of Nationals versus uh, the Brewers, but I think I like the Brewers over Rourke even more. And then it comes down to, do you trust John Lester? Do you trust any of the lefties? Lester, Duffy, Boyd, Ray? Because you can pick on all of them. It just depends on who you trust. The highest totals on this early slate, when we really break it down, um, you got the... Uh, da, 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 da. Cardinals is the highest total so far because we don't have the total in Arizona and Chicago. But the Cardinals against Sal Romano, Indians versus Tyon, Brewers versus Tanner Roark are your three highest totals on the slate. So pick your poisons as you choose on that one. Now let's get to the four-game main slate, which sounds crazy because it's only four games. But before so, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafts, just the way you like to do it in your regular fantasy life. Um, it's over in five minutes. You can get paid out the next day, unless you're playing best ball, of course. But there's tons of sports. you got golf for the RBC Canadian Open this weekend. Lots of great stuff there. Go listen to the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. Get all the info you need right there. They have baseball. They have basketball, hockey, football. Right now, they have best ball for football. If you want to play any of them and you're a first-time depositor, use promo code SDSPORTS. For entry into a free $3 tournament of your choice, you can use them in any of them. Best balls, the worst. So go check it out. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Promo code SD Sports. Now let's do this four-game slate. Bang it out for you real quick. Your top-priced arm, Tyler Skaggs, 10-2 at home against the Chicago White Sox. I actually thought he might have been cheaper on this slate. You know, the White Sox strike out 26% of the time versus lefties. He's a minus 230 home favorite. I'm not going to get much more into it. He's an outstanding play at this price point on this style of slate. So Skaggs by himself up top, I love. You can look at David Price. Baltimore's surprisingly been hitting the ball well so uh, the last couple games. So you could use him at GPP if you want. I'd rather pay up the 700 more for Tyler Skaggs. Uh, Charlie Morton at 8800 bucks is an intriguing play at Colorado. Uh, you're going to have to get weird on a slate like this. Colorado strikes out 23% of the time versus righties. You got the 31% K rate, 13% swinging strike, 49% ground ball. That ground ball rate travels. That's what I'm looking at right there. Uh, Colorado has a 4.9 total. Lefty's 304, righty's 270. So more than 8,800 bucks. Very intriguing. Uh, you saw Garrett Cole spin a gym last night. Anything can happen in Coors. Morton get blown up in a, a moment's notice. But I'll take that gamble at 8,800 bucks. Uh, John Gray made his return. Was outstanding and was at home. He's always been pretty good at home. Uh, if you want to get weird at 7500 bucks, he's in play on this small slate against the Houston Astros. I'd rather have Morton, but Gray will be extremely low-owned in this matchup. Last guy I'm looking at is Big Game James. 6K at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Um, he's been out, he's been really, really good. 19, 24.2, 7.6, 14, 2, 26, 2, 10, 3, 11, 5, 18, 8, uh, 5, 5, 16, 4. So eight double-digit games in his last 10. No negatives, which is Pretty rare to see for big game, James. Uh, you got the Angels striking out over 20% of the time. It's a great spot. They have the third highest total on the slate. Um, the lefty's hit 357, righty's 344. On a slate like this, you got to get picky and get weird, and that's what we're going to do. So pretty much it's Skaggs, Morton, Gray, and Shields are the four I'm targeting. 
Honestly, I feel like I'm going to do a Skaggs and Shields line uh, pitching combo and get all of the bats in Coors and Texas and Oakland. So let's get to those bats because there are going to be bats for days. Uh, when you start at the catcher's position, you know, you got you got your guys in Coors, but then you got Robinson Torinos versus uh, Edwin Jackson. You got Josh Fagley at 3200 bucks versus Perez if he cracks the lineup. You got Jonathan Lucroy at 2800 bucks if he cracks the lineup. Those are the catchers I'm looking to target. If you want to go a little bit more off the wall, a Sandy Leone versus Dylan Bundy at 28 is another guy you can look at. Going over to first base, Mitch Moreland versus Bundy at 47. Boston and Baltimore if, is going to be a fun way to differentiate off of Coors and Texas. And I'm not going to completely ignore them. I know I said I'm going to get all the Coors and Texas. I'm not going to annoy, ignore Baltimore and Boston. I think there's a lot to like there in those matchups. When you look at Boston, they have a total of 5.03 which is the third, the fifth highest total on the slate. So, yes, we have eight teams playing, and five of them have a total of five or more. Six of them have 4.9 or more. That tells you what we have to look forward to tonight. But Boston, lefty's 402, righty's 295 off Bundy. Bundy's been very, very bad of late. So, Mitchie, two bags of 47 becomes interesting. You got Guriel. Love me some Joey Gallo. When we saw he was active, hit the Slack chat. A Gallo's active. Put him in your GPP lineup. Boom, ding-dong city. We got Edwin Jackson. He's forty two hundred bucks. I think he's a great GPP play. That's all you should be playing tonight is GPP. Do not play cash game on a four game slate in baseball. Please don't do it. So uh, Gallo at forty two, I do like a lot. Matt Olson at forty one versus Martin Perez. Don't hate it. A's have the highest total on the slate of six. Lefties two eighty nine, righties four twenty eight, and then you get Rangers bullpen. So that's why I ignore the splits a little bit there. It obviously favors righties against Perez, but Olson at forty one does come into play for you. If you're not using Skaggs and Shields, like Jose Abreu at 36 uh, is a cheaper option. Trey Mancini has sucked, but he's 3200 against Price. Matt Davidson, 31 versus Skaggs. Louis Valbuena, 3K versus Shields. On a small slate, if you want like a one-off against pitchers you have, that's always fine too. Second base, you got Altuve and Coors, but Ruggi Odor at 43. I love that price point. $700 cheaper than Altuve in a better matchup, in my opinion. So I love that. Uh, Chad Pinder, I was watching the game off and on. And I wasn't sure why he got pinch hit for yesterday because that really pissed me off because he got a goose egg because of that. But at 4100 bucks, I'll go back to the well versus Martin Perez. That just concerns me a bit. But you could go to Jed Lowry at 4K who had a great game last night and he's second base, third base eligible. So if you want to go him over Pender, not a problem at all. Jonathan Scope might be one of the hotter hitters in baseball right now. Another home run yesterday. He's averaging 10 points his last 10. His last three, 21, 21, 19, 3, 14. So 14 or more in four of his last five. Then even after that, a 5, a 5, a 6, uh, a 0, and a 5. So he's got five or more points in nine of his last 10. He's starting to get that consistency going again, which you're looking for. He's 3800 bucks for David Price. Definitely somebody you can look at on this slate to uh, help you out here and, and a cheaper play, which we like to look at. Uh, you, you slide down some more, like an Ian Kinsler's 35, if you want to go that route. Um and that's about it at the position. Let's go over to third base. We're going to have likes of Bregman at 55. I told you he was my favorite third base play uh, yesterday. He goes ding-dong on the first at-bat. Uh, he's still a good play today against John Gray at 55, mainly because he's in Coors. But Matt Chapman at 41 versus Martin Perez. Love it. Jed Lowry, second base, third base eligible. 4K, outstanding play as well. So both really good looks there. Adrian Beltre is 3300 bucks. If you want a super, super cheap third baseman, you can look that direction. Or Danny Valencia. Against the lefties, 3,200. Another cheapie you can look at there with Matt Davidson at 31. And Timmy Beckham. I mentioned Valbuena at 3K. But Tim Beckham, he went to Ding Dong City yesterday. He struggled quite a bit, but his last you know few games, 18, 8, 2, 8, 
1808. So he's starting to get it going too, a zero and a seven. He's starting to get it going. You got David Price, $3,000. So it's a cheapie there with Beckham. If you want to get weird, leave some money on the table. I'm going to really, really dig in on the slate. I usually hate four game slates. Weather can be an issue. So keep an eye on that. But uh, with so many hitting options, usually you don't have that on slates like this. With so many different ways you can go with bats, it opens it up a little more than usual. Uh, shortstops, you got Zandy Bogarts, Trevor Story. Okay, guys. Marcus Simeon at 45 versus Prez, I do like a lot. I love Delvis Andrews yesterday. I kept saying he's one of my favorite shortstops. He had a grand slam. I think he's in a great spot versus Edwin Jackson again today. He's not as good as yesterday, but still a great spot there. Uh, Tim Anderson at 36 versus Skaggs is interesting in your GPP world. But the shortstop's always pretty weak, so you're, you're going to have to get picky and maybe pay up at the position tonight. And then you got to the outfield. You got Betts, who went deep yesterday at 6K. He's great. Trout's in a phenomenal spot again at 59. J.D. Martinez doubled Dong yesterday. He's 56. So all phenomenal plays. Yeah, Chris Davis with the big extra inning three-run homer. He's 53 versus Perez. Love it. Uh, George Springer, a big extra inning homer yesterday at 5,200 bucks. Love that as well. So all great plays. I have no problem going down to Davis and Springer if you don't want to pay up for the first three and go in that direction. You got Ben and Tandy at 51 in a great spot as well. So all really good stuff there. Pick your poisons and cures. Don't hate any of that. You got Chu at 48 versus Jackson. Solid look for you there too. Shohei Otani versus big game. James at 43 will get overlooked. Stephen Piscotty with the game-tying homer in the ninth last night. He's 4,200. Continues to crush baseballs. He's a great spot there versus Martin Perez. The A's, third day in a row, boys and girls. Keep loading up while you can. Mentioned Chad Pender earlier at 41. He's second base outfield eligible. Um, you got, got Avisil Garcia. He does hit lefties really, really well at 3,900 if you aren't using Tyler Skaggs. Uh, Willie Calhoun, I believe I mentioned yesterday, he's going to get his first home run. Yep. Yep, yeah, yeah, I did. And what did he do? Oh, he hit his first home run. In a great spot again here tonight against Edwin Jackson at 3600 bucks. So keep him on your radar. Mark Connor went deep, $3,600. Always a nice cheap option in that A's lineup versus lefties. So you can definitely get some value down here in the outfield if you need to. Cole Calhoun likely leading off at 36 versus big game James. Um, definite options down here to, to go take a look at. Daniel Palka at 33. Danny Valencia again a value at 32 in his matchup. So lots of ways to go down here. You could definitely target bats in Boston and Baltimore and Texas and Colorado. I prefer Oakland. If I have to go in order, I'm going Oakland. Then I'm probably going... I want to go contrarian with Baltimore, then go back to Texas, then go Boston, and then pick on Coors. But the overall, if you want to game stack Oakland, Texas, because Edward Jackson can't keep pitching this good... But uh, Oakland, by far and away, load up again and make it happen. Let's talk about your BVP on this overall entire day of action. You got Wilmer Flores, two frame with two homers on Clayton Richards. Adrubo Cabrera's eight for 16 with five doubles. Joey Bats, Jose Reyes taking them deep as well. Uh, Didi Gregorius, five for nine with a triple and a homer off Nate Iambaldi. Marcelo Zuna's taking Salerno deep. Not a lot of BVP today. Uh, Brad Miller, 5 for 6, 2 doubles off Tanner Rourke. Ryan Braun, 4 for 12 with a triple. Christian Yellick, 8 for 33 with a double. Whit Merrifield, again, man, 7 for 16, 3 doubles and a triple versus Boyd. Mustaka, 6 for 18, 2 doubles and a homer. I'll see this Escobar, 8 for 21 with a double and a triple. Salvi Perez, 2 home runs off of Matt Boyd. Victor Martinez, 16 for 42, 2 doubles and a triple off of Danny Duffy. Um... Nick Castellanos, 10 for 33 with a double, a triple, and two home runs. So stuff to look at there. 
Steven Souza, Goldschmidt, Ahmed have all taken John Lester deep. Curtis Granderson, oh, we're not doing that game, so never mind. Danny Valencia, talk about value at 3200 bucks. Talk about owning David Price. 15 for 25. It's a 600 average. Three doubles. Trey Mancini's taking him deep. Chris Davis taking him deep twice. Mark Trumbo twice. Jonathan Scope once. They like him. They like him a lot. Uh, Steve Pierce, Ben Intendi, Sandy Leone, Rafael Devers, J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts three times, Xander Bogarts, and Jackie Bradley Jr. That's 10 home runs off of Dylan Bundy by the Boston Red Sox. That is a lot. Sensu Chu, 11 for 28, three doubles against Edwin Jackson. Beltre, 6 for 14. K with the Chris Davis, 8 for 18, two doubles and two homers off of Perez. Piscotti's taking him deep as well. Jed Lowry, 11 for 29, three doubles. Fagley, 5 for 13, two doubles. Lots to like in Oakland, folks. Uh, Tom Murphy, Cargo, and Gerardo Parr have all taken uh, Charlie Morton deep. Mike Trout, 3 for 11 with a triple and two homers off Shields. Ian Kensler, He's only hitting 239, 16 for 67, but two doubles and four home runs off a big game, James. So there you have it. You're eight game early. You're four game late. Lots to break down on today's action. Go check us out at the Sports DGens on Twitter, thesportsdgens.com. I am at BD Entrick. Please go give us a rating and review on wherever you listen or watch this podcast. It really, really help us out. And if you watch other, watch or listen to other SD Sports podcasts, please help us out. Go give us a rate and review. I'd really, really appreciate it. Lots going on. PGA T's off tomorrow for the RBC Canadian Open. We got the always pressing PGA DFS podcast. You got Jesse's picks. We'll have the OAD out later today and much, much more. So go check out all that out. There'll be much more going on this week. I got a Bench with Bubba episode 108 with Joe Pizzapia dropped yesterday. Go check that out. Lots of great stuff talking about fantasy football and the fantasy black book. So lots going on at Theme Sports DJ. Join us in the Slack chat. Just ask for an invite. Go play draft. Promo code SD Sports for entering a free $3 tournament. Good luck today on this really mixed up slate on a Wednesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, July 25th edition. I'm out.